Chapter 2 New name, new family, shiny, new, me. My foster dad Mike's a psychologist, an expert in trauma. So is his daughter Phoebe, although more in the causing than the healing. Saskia, the mother. I think she's trying to make me feel at home, although I'm not sure. She's very different from you, mummy. Skinny and vacant. Lucky, the staff at the unit told me while I waited for Mike to come. What a fantastic family the Newmonts are, and a place at Weatherbridge. Wow, wow, wow. Yes, I get it. I should feel lucky, but really I'm scared. Scared of finding out who and what I might be. Scared of them finding out too. A week ago now, Mike came to collect me, towards the end of the summer holidays. My hair brushed neat, pulled back in a band. I practiced how to speak. Should I sit or stand? Every minute that went by, when the voices I heard weren't his, the nurses instead sharing a joke, I became convinced he and his family had changed their minds, come to their senses. I stood rooted to the spot, waiting to be told, sorry, you won't be going anywhere today. But then he arrived, greeted me with a smile, a firm handshake, not formal but nice, Nice to know he wasn't afraid to connect, to run the risk of being contaminated. I remember him noticing my lack of belongings, one small suitcase. In it, a few books, some clothes and other things hidden too. Memories of you, of us. The rest taken as evidence when our house was stripped bare. Not to worry, he said, we'll organise a shopping trip. Saskia and Phoebe are at home, he added. We'll all have dinner together, a real welcome. We met with the head of the unit. Gently, gently, he said. Take each day as it comes. I wanted to tell him, it's the nights I fear. Smiles exchanged, handshakes, Mike signed on the line, turned to face me and said, Ready? Not really, no. But I left with him anyway. The drive home was short, less than an hour. Every street and building new to me. It was light when we got there. A big house, white pillars at the front. Okay, asked Mike. I nodded, though I didn't feel okay. I waited for him to unlock the front door. My heart spiralled up into my throat when I realised it wasn't locked. We walked straight in. Could have been anyone. He called out to his wife. I'd met her a few times now. Sass, he said, we're home. Coming, was the reply. Hi, Millie, she said welcome. I smiled. 
That's what I thought I should do. Rosie, their terrier, greeted me too, jumped at my legs, sneezed with joy when I reached for her ears, gave them a rub. Where's Phoebe's? Mike asked. On her way back from Clondine's, Saskia replied. Perfect, he said. Dinner in half an hour or so, then. He suggested Saskia should show me to my room. I remember him nodding at her in a way that looked like encouragement. For her, not me. I followed her up the stairs. Tried not to count. New home. New me. It's just you and Phoebe on the third floor, Saskia explained. We're on the next level down. We've given you the room at the back. It has a nice view of the garden from the balcony. It was the yellow of the sunflowers.